Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Acts chapter 26 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Then Agrippa said to Paul, You have permission to speak for yourself. So Paul motioned with his hand and began his defense. King Agrippa, I consider myself fortunate to stand before you today as I make my defense against all the accusations of the Jews, and especially so because you're well acquainted with all the Jewish customs and controversies. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. The Jewish people all know the way I have lived ever since I was a child, from the beginning of my life in my own country and also in Jerusalem. They have known me for a long time and can testify, if they're willing, that I conform to the strictest sect of our religion, living as a Pharisee. And now it is because of my hope in what God has promised our ancestors that I am on trial today. This is the promise of 12 tribes, a hoping to see fulfilled as they earnestly serve God day and night. King Agrippa, it is because of this hope that these Jews are accusing me. Why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? I too was convinced that I ought to do all that was possible to oppose the name of Jesus of Nazareth, and that is just what I did in Jerusalem. On the authority of the chief priest, I put many of the Lord's people in prison, and when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. Many a time, I went from one synagogue to another to have them punished, and I tried to force them to blaspheme. I was so obsessed with persecuting them that I even hunted them down in foreign cities. On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priest. About noon, King Agrippa, as I was on the road, I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blazing around me and my companions. We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goats. Then I asked, Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. The Lord replied, Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, and they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven, first to those in Damascus, then to those in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and then to the Gentiles. I preached that they should repent and turn to God and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. This is why some Jews seized me in the temple courts and tried to kill me. But God has helped me to this very day. So I stand here and testify to small and great alike. I'm saying nothing beyond what the prophets and Moses said would happen that the Messiah would suffer and as the first to rise from the dead, would bring the message of light to his own people and to the Gentiles. At this point, Festus interrupted Paul's defense. You're out of your mind, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. I'm not insane, most excellent Festus, Paul replied. What I'm saying is true and reasonable. The king is familiar with these things, and I can speak freely to him. I'm convinced that none of this has escaped his notice, because it was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Paul replied, Short time or long, I pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for these chains. The king rose, and with him the governor and Bernice 
and those sitting with them. After they left the room, they began saying to one another, This man is not doing anything that deserves death or imprisonment. Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. This is the end of Acts chapter 26. So here we see Paul, once named Saul, appealing to King Agrippa, stating his case, because he's appealing to Caesar. And King Agrippa really listens to him, listens to him recount the promise uh, made to Abraham and, and his people. And he really doesn't see anything worthy of death. So he said, this man could have been set free today had he not appealed to Caesar. And this ultimately is what's going to get Paul killed because on his way there, his travel there, um, we'll see later on that he will meet the final destiny. But for now, let us pray. Father, thank you so much for opening our eyes. For through Paul, we see that you came and you lived among us. Then you died. And then you res- after three days, you rose again. And then you ascended into heaven. So, Father, we know that it is our faith in you that saves us. It is our faith in you that renews our salvation and that confirms that we are your people. So, Father, help us be your warrior. Be your children, godly people. Father, protect us with the Holy Spirit. Protect our hearts, our mind, our thoughts. Let us understand that we are to be true Christians against all odds. We are to always say the truth, be truthful, and be honest, and treat others the way we would like to be treated, the way you would have Christians treat each other. Father, let us realize that we're all brothers and sisters here under the same cause for the same purpose, created to serve you, to glorify you, to praise your name. So, Father, take us in and let us shine through our faith in you, in Jesus, we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of Acts chapter 26. We hope that you join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.